What's up, everybody? It's your girl, KT. And this is Gabby. And this is Building Our Power. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about is religion the opiate of the masses? Is religion stopping us from creating a huge, gigantic communist society where we all organize together and make a, a, a wonderful place, a utopia for us? So, um, definitely, Gabby, you want to go ahead and start us out? What do you, what do you think? Do you think that religion uh, is an opiate for the masses? Is it stopping us here in the U.S. from being able to band together? Absolutely. Especially uh, when we think about prosperity gospel. Prosperity gospel is a tool of capitalism to teach people that if they want to achieve something, a.k.a many times it's just get out of poverty. Mm -hmm. Many times it's just uh, make a livable wage. All they have to do is pray. All they have to do is sow a seed, and God will meet all of their needs. So when you come to somebody and you're like, hey, the government's terrible. America doesn't care about us. Uh, We're not going to get nothing if we don't fight and organize. They're going to look at you and say, oh, no. My God's got me. I'm blessed and highly favored. All I got to do is call on Jesus, and he will give me everything that I need. And then you look at them, and they're still in poverty and on food stamps and stuff. And so you're like, okay. So it's, it's hard to talk to people like that because it's, it's an indoctrination. It's, it's a coping mechanism, and it's brainwashing, really. So those type of people are, are kind of hard to convince, if you ask me. And uh, more recently, me and you were, we were talking about how, uh, like, religion, but like Christianity specifically, because it's it's a bigger thing here in the U.S., or uh, Christianity of itself is extremely individualistic. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they have this prosperity gospel that's saying, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. But it's still on an individual level. It never says, "Oh, let's all band together." Even even our even Christianity's God. It's a single being who controls everything, right? So it's not just like, "Okay, well, you've got multiple people that's going to be able to band together and get this done for you." No, it's a single person, an individual that's going to do things. And I think. Honestly, I don't. I think that within capitalism, that definitely works because capitalism is very individualistic. But if we were ever to have a communist society, I think that it would it would have to be religion free, like not just Christianity. And I know some of you guys are not going to like that take, but I don't. I don't think that we could have like you can go and do whatever you want. Obviously, it's not because you're not harming other people, but wars have literally been fought. Over these religions throughout history, so we could that it just couldn't happen. It couldn't happen in my communist society. Mm, very controversial. Very controversial. Uh, going back to that thing about uh, the individualistic and uh, communal religions, so people will say, "Well, there are churches, and churches you go to uh, for one, it's a money making mechanism, Capitalism. and for two... Um, honestly, I mean, people tell you it's to renew their faith because, I mean, we ain't going to get all up into the nitty gritty, but some of these beliefs 
you go outside and it's automatically debunked. So you have to have a community of people where you can keep telling each other these beliefs so that you can, like they say, uh, renew your faith so that when you go out to the real world and you see, wait, we all went to church, we're all praying and fasting, and none of us are in a multi-million dollar house. Everybody's struggling to pay their bills. Except the preacher. Except the pastor. You know, stuff like that. For some reason. But, okay, so that is the communal part, but... Ultimately, the entire concept of being saved is very individualistic. So um, Christians will say that other religions say that, you know, you have to do good deeds to get into heaven. So, a.k.a., you have to do good things for other people. You have to be a good person to other people. You have to be a good steward in society to gain heaven or paradise or whatever. And they will say that uh, the difference between that and Christianity is that in Christianity, they will say it's no work of our own. But really, the way that you get saved in Christianity is you individually have to believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again and um, turned from your wicked ways. So... That's it. There's no, you have to be a good person. There's no, you need to uh, do stuff in your community or anything. So definitely the entire basis of that, of majority of mainstream Christianity is very individualistic. It's very my personal walk. It's really very uh, my relationship with God. And so that in turn, it plays right into a great little capitalist society because it teaches people that as long as you're good, as long as your relationship with Christ is good, then you're good. Even though, not I mean, even, people are nosy. Not even like Christ itself, but as long as you are good. What you said, as long as you're good. Like, that's it. It, it doesn't have to go any further. You uh, you told me, because I'm, I'm, I'm not Christian, I didn't grow up, uh, I did grow up a little bit in the church, but not to the extent that Gabby did, uh, and you told me something along the lines of, like, you know, these Christians, they go and they say, uh, well, I can donate money, but I'm not donating money to get me into to heaven, I'm donating money because I love God, and to me, that just seems so... That seems ridiculous. Why wouldn't you donate money or even do a mutual aid period for people if you are so empathetic, if you care so much about this world, if you if your God cares so much about this world, if your God cares about things, why wouldn't you do that? And so then it kind of goes back to the thought about, you know, I think about now, I grew up in a small town, and our church was kind of like a, a hub. It was almost like a, uh, what do you call that? A, a center? What, center? It was almost like a community center. They'd be like, oh, well, you know, you can go over to the church and you can pick up this, this, and this. Right? It was never like the actual community center. It was always the churches. And so I think part of the church, like you were talking about the communal, is that. But I don't think that... <laughs> They do that so that more people, I don't think they do that for good reasons. I think they do that so that more people come to their church and more people bring their money to their church at the end of the day. Like it all ends up coming around back to the fact that these churches, they're in capitalism. These churches are in capitalism. So they are a business at the end of the day. They're not, uh, and not just churches, but like 
any type of religious thing that is going on that makes you give money, that is a business. That's a business. Yeah, yeah. And and I'll tell a quick story, and then we'll go back into uh, what we're talking about. So, yeah, I, I was born and raised in a small church, very small. Um, and we would do things where we would get groceries, or not groceries, but, yeah, groceries for Thanksgiving and give them away to people. And that became a big thing. Like, in the city, people knew that that's something that we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it got to the point where they were like, well, we're not just giving it to anybody. You have to give invitations out to people. We're giving it to the members. They have to give invitations out to the people in need. And then they have to sit through a service and then get prayed for and to in order to get the baskets, in order to get the groceries. Why? I think it's important to note here that you, during this time, you live in a big city. You lived in Memphis, right? You live, yeah. and your church was in the middle of the city, literally in the center of the city called Midtown, where literally there's plenty of homeless in that area. Plenty of homeless in that area, plenty of poor in that area, plenty of working poor in that area, and you've got to go to church for for Thanksgiving groceries. Yeah, but and not even that. And then it got yeah, to the point that. where then it got to the point where people would come up. We would have Sunday dinner, and people would come up because they smell food, right? And they would turn them away because they didn't come to service. And when we would be getting visitors and stuff like that, they would always, if a person with money would come, they put them in the front. They'd, uh, if they had money, they when they'd have Sunday dinner, they put them in another room with the pastor, and they'll eat in there. If it was somebody with no money, they really get acknowledged. It was really a hey, how you doing? So definitely, I mean, this is this is the church though. This is a, and imagine coming over there and saying, "Y'all, we need to organize so we can uh, get some mutual aid and uh, help to make each." Other. No, 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 no. It's like you said, it's a business. So back to the whole communism thing. If I'm coming to somebody and that's their mind frame, they think that God will take care of all their needs. They think that the world is evil. They think that uh, it ain't no reason to worry about it because God going to come back any day. And if I don't get it now, I'll get mine when I go to heaven and I get my mansion there. Do you see why religion is so beneficial to capitalism? Do you see why these businesses be sponsoring these church events? Do you see why these business people be, quote unquote, members of these huge churches? So that they can keep spewing out rhetoric. And it's also not a coincidence, as far as the white church, that the white evangelical church fars a Republican. Right. Not even that. The black church is Republican, too, but they just too racist. But the church has been an avenue for the Republicans because the church is not 
in this time, black or white for the most part, doing anything progressive and anything activist-like, it's all, this is our church. We have to be godly. We have to be this. We have to be that. So do you think these people are going to be at strikes? Do you think the pastor is finna go and help these folks organize a strike, a boycott, anything like that? No. He wants them to be in church three days a week. He wants to take their money. He wants to, you know, so, I mean, they, they have a good relationship. I think there's a, I think that n- nowadays, because we're closer to, like, I don't know, I, I, I just feel like it wasn't, before, I feel like it might not have been that way, like, maybe in the 60s. Mm-mm. You think it was the same way in the '60s? The black church was the only one doing it, but it, it wasn't I'm even. Saying, like, but it wasn't even everybody in the black church. It was the same thing. Everybody that was black wasn't uh, down with the civil rights cause. Oh, obviously. Now there was a lot of people that were because Martin Luther King was able to, you know, organize a lot of the pastors, and there were some white and some Jewish pastors as well. But overall, no. Overall, not at all. And. I mean, it, I'm sure it's gotten worse because think about it now. There's a mega church. There's a mega church in every city. There, there's franchise churches. It's like McDonald's. Everywhere you, everywhere you go in the city, there's oh, a new you're church. Right. So these churches really have taken a capitalist lens to religion. Do you think these people who are in the White House with Donald Trump? Over here doing conferences with Obama. Do you think these pastors are going to encourage their people to boycott and rise up against the government? They're not. And if there are pastors that are doing it, then good. But the reason that they stick out is because it's it's not common at all. It's not. So back to your thing about... Religion in a communist society. You say there shouldn't be religion in a communist society. Let me let me say this. Let me defend myself because again, I'm sure that's controversial for a lot of people. Because I've seen a lot of leftists on Twitter say that's controversial. But anyway, um, I think that you should be able to uh, practice whatever it is that you want. However it is that you want. That is absolutely your freedom to do that and your right to do that. Do I think that you should be able to go out here and oppress other people with your religious beliefs? Should you be able to bring it into schools? Should you be able to uh, integrate it into uh, the country's entire system? Uh, Should you be able to have bills passed based on it? No, absolutely, positively not. No, absolutely not. It should be exactly like, apparently, the United States is supposed to be a separation of church and state. Honestly, it shouldn't even be a state. It shouldn't even be a church. But I'm just saying, if that's how it's going to be, it needs to be a separation, and no one should even be able to be there. Everyone should be able to do what they want without oppression. At the end of the day, that's how I feel. I think that uh, there can be religion. I don't think that it's necessary to mandate it. Um, I think it should be private, similarly to what types of drugs you do at your own house. 
that should be, you know, oh, you you you'll talk about it maybe with a friend or something like that. But these, this whole making that your entire uh, political personality, that whole making that your whole personality period. Now we ain't gonna do that because we already know. Once you start, that's the thing about it, especially in governance. Yeah. Once you start using uh, illogical, unexplainable, unprovable claims to defend your beliefs that you'll use to govern, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. I should. We shouldn't have nobody saying God told me, Buddha told me, the crystal said, my chart told me. No, because we. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. So that's definitely going to be a no no. But that, but if if you want to do what you want to do, it's fine. If you want to practice whatever religion, I don't care. In my communist society, do you boo boo? Uh, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, and on that, I would like to go ahead and bring up uh, here something really quickly at the end. I know you guys saw it. We got to talk about the queer shit. Lil Nas X, what did he do? He was out here twerking on the devil, okay? Mm-hmm. And once again, I mean, this just goes back to kind of what we're talking about. What do these Christians do? They pulled out their homophobic rhetoric, and now they're contradicting themselves, which is even worse. Lil Nas X went to hell, twerked on the devil, and now all of a sudden, Christians who tell Queer people to go to hell every single day of their lives are now out here saying that that's controversial and he shouldn't have done that. So, Gabby, what do you think about that really quickly? I don't know, because now there's been this... Now I'm just getting annoyed by everybody. I said I was going to be off Facebook. But, you know, something that's annoying me now, I guess I'm just getting just fed up with everybody. You're These old. progressive Christians that have to like decode it for everybody. Oh god. And be like, really? There was imagery and everything. And like that whole thing. Y'all said he was going to hell, so he was just like, I guess I'll show you how to do it. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if he didn't have no reason behind it. I don't care if he just did it to troll people, which he probably did. Exactly. That is valid. Everything ain't got to be no pathological, this is why, because the church is this, because the church is that. He, what if he just wanted to trigger the Christians and then get some more views? No, there's, they say that because that's what he said. No, but I'm saying that, that people are going further than that. And I'm uh, sure that he, even if it wasn't, no deep thing to it. He had to come up with something deep. His PR team said, if if you ask, this is the reasoning behind it. I, and so I think that, not saying I don't know that, that here or there, but he couldn't have just said, I just want to make something. It always said, it has to be, well, um, actually, it's kind of, it reminds me of like uh, Lena Waithe. Like everything <laughs> has to be the, the back of the slave yeah. was black and red and it's like i don't care i don't want to see no christian coming over there and and turn into a sermon personally maybe (laughs) i'm just maybe i'm just getting annoyed like the the good christians well you know maybe if we treated gay people better they wouldn't do this why does it matter why does i don't know i'm I'm just annoyed go ahead (laughs) 
Long story short, Gabby is a hater. I think the truth of the matter is she's annoyed with me singing the song over and over. No, it's not that. It's just I'm annoyed with these whole, I'm, I'm the good Christian and I'm oh, showing yeah. you whatever no, to do or whatever. And it's like, what was that one It said? This one thing I hate. They said, uh. They're not, they're not leaving the church because you didn't teach them Jesus right. They're leaving the church because you taught them Jesus and you weren't living right. You weren't living according to Jesus. Oh, that's so Jesus. corny. That's and so it's corny. like, girl, some people are just atheists. Can you just let that's us what be atheists? Atheist? I guess that's my thing with this. They're making it like, well, maybe if you would have treated the gay people better, they would have believed in Jesus. And it's like, some people literally, some people ain't even been traumatized by nothing. Some people literally just looked at the book and said, mm-hmm, this don't really make sense. And they're going to about their business. Because now I feel like what they're starting to do is, and what they're going to start to do in the upcoming years when these millennial pastors become the uh, majority, right. is they're going to study everybody now, the young folks now, and come up with more manipulative ways Probably. to keep people in for longer. Yeah. So by not saying certain things, by allowing certain things to happen, when it's like, mm, people need to be allowed to think critically. And your institution, the church in general, does not allow that. Allow people to leave. Allow pe- and, and, and be okay with that. Long story short, the church religion is a cult and <laughs> to the extreme. And uh, don't ever sign up for any of that. And yes, communist society. The end. Communist society. <laughs> but here's my thing. If you're a Christian, let's do it. If you're a Christian and you believe in Jesus and you saved or whatever, and you believe in communism and you think that's the thing to do, come on the show. Yeah, come talk to course. us. And then if you have any uh, tools or ways, because I've kind of become pessimistic, but I don't want to become that way uh, forever. Uh, if you think you have some types of tools that can help in reaching out to that evangelical base of Christians and getting them uh, engaged in leftist material, let us know, because I think that would be a great topic. Hit us up. Um, you can hit us up on our social medias at Building Our PWR. But yeah, for sure. Um, we're gonna wrap up this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We actually have a YouTube video that's out right now on our YouTube page called Cancel Celebrity Culture. It's blowing up. Check that down out. Um, hit us up on social media at Building Our PWR. Hit up KT at KT underscore does art. Hit up Gabby at Gabby's Music. This has been Building Our Power, and we're out.